Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we review our favorite RPGs, collectible card games, MMOs, video games, PC games, and bring up interesting topics and things that we'd like to share with everyone. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Alright, so uh, welcome to Star Wars Costuming for Women. And this is really my first time hosting a panel, so I'm really kind of nervous. Hey! We'll go to our next slide here. And these are our panelists. And I'm going to start with me. I'm Tammy. I'm with the Rebel Legion, the 501st in the Dark Empire. And I'm a Jedi with the Rebel Legion of Jawa, the 501st. And I'm, like you probably heard, I'm kind of sippy light with Dark Empire. I haven't quite changed over yet. So we'll move on to our next person. I'm Star Dancer. I belong to both the Rebel Legion and the Dark Empire. I have seven Jedi. I have uh, the only approved Winter in the entire world, the only approved Aunt Beru from A New Hope in the entire world, and the only Kendra Dre from Knights of the Old Republic. And then I belong to the Dark Empire because I get cranky sometimes. <laughs> this is Jenna. Hi, I'm Jenna McClellan. I'm <laughs> well, you can probably see my two costumes that I'm up there. They call me the Amber. I'm called that for nothing. <laughs> so, uh, I do. I am also the Cantina Band. Arizona has the largest Cantina Band members in the world, second to Australia. <laughs> no, no, we're first. Australia is and then um, I do have other costumes that are not approved. So we call those unapproved. Once you're a member and approved, you can try out unapproved costumes. And I have a couple in the works. That I too am a member of the 501st and the Rebel Legion and the Dark Empire. We do a lot of cross um, my name is Rebecca Lambert, and I'm the only one up here that's in one club. Uh, <laughs> I am in the Dark Empire uh, as a custom Sith, um, and uh, am actually working on several different costume ideas, and that's the great thing is that ladies like this definitely help you with your ideas and help you, you know, get them to come to fruition. So I've got three or four ideas that I'm working on currently, so. I want to be, uh, when you're choosing your costume, there's lots of costumes you can pick from. And 
some of us want to be stormtroopers, and some of us want to be like me, a Jedi. That's like the first thing when I heard Jedi, I was all about. Some want to be the Emperor, like Janet, and some people really want to be Kylo Ren. And there are quite a few ladies that do Kylo Ren. So that's kind of why I wanted to hit this panel and let everybody know about that. So we're going to talk about the body types and you can see here in our costumes, there are several shapes and sizes there, so I want to discuss that. Well, being a big girl myself, one of the things a lot of ladies run into is you see other girls at cons wearing costumes, getting mocked because they may be bigger girls wearing costumes that some folks don't feel they should wear. Definitely want to dress for your body type because you want to feel comfortable, you want to feel confident. As a big girl, I can honestly say that there are a lot of different avenues you can take in the Star Wars universe to where you would feel confident, you would feel strong and empowered walking out in a stormtrooper. You could do, you know, um, Leia, Leia Mandos, any of our princesses. Yeah, you know, there are plus size slave Leias. There are male slave ladies. And, you know, there's so much you can do. So it really doesn't matter what body type you have when you're looking at the Star Wars universe. The biggest thing with body type is making sure the costume is proportional to your measurements. So we do have several plus size slave layers, but their bra tops and their metal bikini parts fit their body. So they're being larger than what you normally see carried wear on a tiny, you know, a tiny person. So you have to make it proportional to your body. When you look at the costumes you want, you want to choose something that does fit more to your body type. It helps a lot if you're screen accurate, if your body type matches the screen accurate character's body type. So when you're looking at the costumes, try to choose one that matches and then there's also like cosplaying for fun and cosplaying to join the Star Wars clubs. If you love a character and that character is tall and skin and you're short and squat, go for it. Make the costume. Don't don't let you know the fact prevent you. And still try out for the club. Because again, if you build it proportional to your body, you will probably get approved. You may not get asked to be at a Lucasfilm you know, Al, Al Yankovic event, because you don't look exactly like that movie character, but you still get to come out and go to hospitals and make kids fun. We do have seven foot choppers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, and five foot tall uh, Ewoks. So. Okay, I'm going to be, I'm working on the Ewok, it's my next costume. So you can kind of talk about, does your costume fit? I had to put up pictures in between. My favorite part in Star Wars were the were the plans they sent you. Well, his costume was denied. Yes, because my costume was denied. <laughs> this was one of my costumes. I was I did a costume, and sometimes your costumes get denied for little any little things sometimes, and you have to fix them to get them approved and be part of the club. First and foremost, don't take offense. It's not yes. personal. Yes. Don't be mad. Yes, and when you're given feedback. Accept it with an open heart because we definitely want you to become approved. And if we're saying, okay, that doesn't look quite right for your body type, 
Don't take offense. Okay, what are some ideas for how I can fix it? Because there's a lot of people in all of the clubs that are going to be more than willing to look at those pictures and say, okay, this is exactly what you can do, so it will be amazing for you. And it's within the guidelines. Every club has guidelines. Yes. And this, this was costume denial here. I did Mara Jade. Mara Jade is a face character through the Rebel Legion, so they are very picky when it comes to the face charactering. So um, we looked on my, my boot wraps. They needed them to be darker and they wanted them to be longer. I didn't braid my hair for my approval shots and they wanted my, my wig to be braided. So that needed to be fixed. The medallion I made was not flat enough and it looked like it was raised. You can see how it's raised on the sides. I was trying to copy it like the photo, what I saw. So then these were, this costume was approved. I darkened my wraps, actually lengthened them, and dyed them a dark brown. And then I had to redo my shoulder armor and make it look more true leather-like. So those were actually knee pads that I bought at Home Depot. And I cut one end off to get the more square part. And then I redid my medallion, and I actually used a shot glass to get in the edges on there. That's a good idea. I just want to say something too, because I'm one of the judges for uh, the Jedi and for the Rebel supporters and for Fringe for Rebel Legion. And we always encourage costumers, the minute you decide what character you want to do, go to that forum and post a thread called, I want to be a Jedi, I want to be Mara Jade. And then ask the question, whatever question you have, where do I start, how do I get the boots or whatever. And everybody from around the world will chime in and help you every step of the way in your costume. That's called a whip thread or work in process thread. If you do that, we as the judges, we may not comment because we're not supposed to, but we can look at it and follow you. So when you come through the application process, we've already, we're familiar with what you've done and we've watched you and we've said, if your colors are way off, the judges will chime in and tell you right off the bat. But you even, Go to the store and say, these are the fabrics that I'm thinking of using, and post those before you buy them. And we'll say, yes, bless them. No, they're hideous. Don't do it, or you're going to suffocate if you wear that, so don't. <laughs> and that will save you a lot of hardship and time. But as a judge, I hate when I get somebody that has obviously spent either a lot of money buying a costume or working on a costume, and it's very wrong. And you can tell they never read the standard. So if you're going for a club approval, um, make sure you research it on that forum. We have a lot of costumes that cross over into the other clubs. Merrick's is Rebel Legion. She's also Dark Empire because she's a smuggler. Han Solo is Rebel Legion, also Dark Empire because he's a smuggler, yes? Yeah, um, the Jawas go across the board, Rebel Legion and 501st. Sabine is both Mandalorian Mercs who are not here today and Rebel Legion. So clone troopers are Rebel Legion 501st. So, you know, that's cool when your costume could be in both clubs, but you gotta meet both clubs' standards. And they might be just, like our job was required to have a longer rope than the 501st. So you kinda gotta look at who's got the stricter standards, go for that one, and then you're almost guaranteed to have clubs approval. But do spend time to post in a forum I wanna make, and um, you know, they'll help you in. If you're interested in a Star Wars costume, if you go down to the Star Wars booth, we have a sign-up sheet 
but what costume and your email, we will send you the links to the forums that apply to that costume. So we will help you with that. In this picture, everybody in this picture, even they got their helmets on, are all ladies. They're all made their costumes, built their costumes, and have awesome ones. I did ask Amanda to be here, which was the purple in the middle, but she was busy today. She had some other obligations, so she couldn't come to join us. But I think it was a birthday party. Yeah, she was at a unimportant one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, some family, some event for the Mandos, I guess. I don't know. So, how much does your costume cost? That's really another topic. That's a yes. That's a hard question because it's all about how much are you willing to put into your costume. I, I'm going to say this. I'm the newest. It took me three years. It took me three years to get my costume ready to where I was comfortable to submit it. One finances. I have a family, and I was not going to rush into something. I tried a few different things. Realized courses were not for me. I like to sit down. Um, and going to the bathroom in one that comes down to your the top of your hips is nigh on to impossible to go to the bathroom in because you're holding on to the sides of the stall. So decided corsets were not for me. Um, but you don't have to be in a hurry to get your costume. So cost and when you get it submitted is going to go on your timeline. And I think that's one of the biggest things. If you're somebody that can save $50 a month, Great, do it. If you can save 50 cents a month, great, do it. Do it. You know, put, put a jar out. You know, like some people have a swear jar, have a Star Wars costume jar. Every time you say a cuss word, drop 50 cents in. Every time you think of Star Wars, drop a nickel and a penny, it will light up. Pennies make dollars. Me too. Yeah, I got a potty mouth. But. I thought of Star Wars with the tiny neck. Yeah. My costume from my boots. How many of y'all have been downstairs today? Okay, I was a silver haired um, uh, Sith with the black eyes, with the long gown. That was me. From the wig to the contacts, my costume all in all was around $750 to $800. But I, it took me three years to do it. How much was your Okay, uh, well, that took a long time because it, the fabric is very special on Emperor, it has to be waffle weave. My first one, Monk's Cloth, was not approved because it was Monk's Cloth and not waffle weave. That was a long process. So, um, yeah, I spent a lot of money on getting the Monk's Cloth one done and couldn't use it. So, it's saying in my closet, collecting dust. Um, so we got the monk's cloth one, and I think I spent well, 200 per row, all right? And then, but that's just the outer row. That doesn't count the brooch, which we bought one, and it got lost in the mail. It was $20. So we had to get another one. And my husband, being a sculptor, really nice, sculpted me one. So we were able to do that at home. And I, you find pieces, uh, found objects, and create it to match what you want it to do. My cane I got from a New Age store, 
$27, I got them completely resold with brand new soles. So, way cheaper. They're fully leather and way cheaper than buying, you know, $150 boots. My most expensive costume to date is probably tied between Kendra and uh, Ray for making the scavenger Ray with everything the goggles, the backpack, and everything. And I probably have about 300 into those costumes. My lightsabers range from a um, $80 grab bag from Ultra Saber to a double blade saber that I bought for $250 with them with sound and everything. So that's the only other big expense. But I did make my own, which is hanging on the Jedi down there for $15 from Home Depot. So you don't have to, again, go with, because you're only required to have the hilt as a member of, uh, for a Jedi, a generic Jedi. So you can do it relatively. And everything else is kind of in between. Jedi are probably the cheapest to make um, out of all the out of all the costumes. Probably Jawas, close. Jawas. What's the most cloth though? It depends on what you spend the most on. Yeah, my, I think my Jedi, between my Jedi and my Jawas, they're probably my most expensive ones. But this is my first one that I built, and it took me probably four months to build because I took my time. And learned to sew. Yeah. It pieces or something that I couldn't afford to buy right away, so I had to wait until the next month to go get the next piece for them. So I, of the costume, my lightsaber is probably the most expensive. I have an ultra saber as well. I'm pretty sure we all have ultra sabers up here. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we're endorsing them or anything, but. Now there's a lot of other good companies out there. It's, we tend to ultra sabers because we let children hold our sabers. We drop them. And they, and they hold up. And they hold up. Yeah. I've dropped mine several times because I also use mine to spin around because I hate my martial arts blade, man. And I'm a klutz. <laughs> <laughs> the black belt in me can't help but spin it when I have it. Sure. So, again, everybody in this photo is a woman or a lady from the picnic we had this last year. So, again, all ladies. Some of them are approved, some of them are already waiting to be approved. Some of them have already been in that process and gotten their costumes approved. Mock-ups. Oh, yes. Lifesavers. <laughs> so when you start your costume, I made a mock costume because I was learning to sew, so it helped me to make a practice so I could see if I could actually do it. Which, even that was a challenge. So that is the right one on the left here was my my first attempt at putting it together. You can see my tabards weren't long enough. I was pointed out to me several times, even though I spent 
that they weren't long enough when they posted the photos. But, and again, nothing matches on there because I used sheets because it's cheaper than using the Thursday dollar day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this this other mock-up is Kendra Dre, and um, I actually went through three mock-ups before I actually went to the actual fabric. So you basically make these, you turn them inside out, you put them on your body, you fit them on your body, sew them to leg fit, cut to leg fit, add with duct tape and fabric to leg fit. Once you've got it fit, you take every piece apart, that becomes your pattern. Plus you learn how to put it together. So dollar sheets at the dollar day at Goodwill is way better than $75 a yard Kyle Ren fabric. So it's, it's a lot easier to, to make your mistakes on the mock-ups. So mock-ups are a must. Unless you did like me and bought yours. <laughs> I can't, so. I just used a pattern. I used, instead of a mock-up, I used tissue paper and made a pattern. Yep. One of the left again is once it was finished. I wasn't completely finished with my belt yet, so but I was excited to show my friends on Facebook, look I'm almost done. It's almost there. So that was like probably a month before I submitted everything. And then that was just before I put the sleeves on and before I sold the bottom line. And then there's my baby up there. I didn't know he was on there because that was you. Armor. Some costumes have armor on them. And that's the best picture. Yes. As you've seen, it said boobs or no boobs. And that's my funny way of being a joke. Because there's two mandos there. One of them has the chest armor shape to her body, and the other one didn't. A lot of it's also what you're comfortable with. Yes. Now, also, I'll be honest, I know this is a mixed crowd, I'm not going to say anything inappropriate, but I'm going to be honest, being very large busted myself, that's going to take a lot of work to form that center to fit my body. So there are people within the communities that would definitely help you. You can go either way, as you can see Mary Ann, our breast cancer awareness mando, she is the flat she did she chose not to go the direction of the mold. You can, it's a personal choice. If you're doing leather and you want to have it form to your body, you want to use the wet form method. And that does mean not only soaking your leather for hours at a time, but it means putting it on your body for at least an hour before you can remove it safely so it'll keep that shape. So again, keep that as a consideration as to how you're going to build this, this chest armor of yours. And as Marianne said, same thing with corsets. Your uh, custom Sith can have corsets, but how comfortable are you gonna be and how are you going to build that corset or who's gonna make that corset for you so it fits you right. So this is the help my costume had no standards or any ideas for rules? What, what can we do for that? Go make it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have just this week gotten uh, two season four Sabines. We have no standard for. Um, I got a Bo-Katan. I got a um, 
character from she's in she's in Red. I can't think of her name, but she's from the new movie that hasn't even come out yet. No, it's Vice Admiral somebody. Um, so it's okay. Just make sure you have the reference photos. And for the Rebel Agent, it's a front head to toe, a back head to toe, and hopefully a Germany two or a, a side a side head to toe or some enough side so we know that there's no you know nothing on the pants or something like that. Um, we like a 360 if it's a gaming character. You can do the 360, uh, and um, it has to be two references. So it could be two scenes from the same movie. If it's in a comic book, it has to be two different issues. So if you're doing an uh, omnibus or an anthology, find out like Kendra Dre is in issues. I think it's 13, 16, and 18. So that followed, that allowed her pictures, her costume to go through. So I have, like I said, I have the only Winter, the only Aunt Beru, and the only. They were all done without standards. The cool thing is, if in Rebel Legion, if you're the first and you get approved and you did a really good job, and the judges still like it after the thing comes out or after they've gotten another one in, they'll ask you to write the standard. So you might get you might get selected. And if you've done a whip, they might just say, "Can we use your whip as a tutorial?" So um, it's it's really cool. But yeah, there's no standard, but you've got references. Again, start a whip. I'm thinking of making so and so. Where does he she go? You know, and then they'll say, okay, that's fringe. So then you go to fringe, and okay, I'm thinking of making such and such. Where do I start? Or here's what I got so far. And they, again, will chime in on it, even though there's no standard. And you'll usually get lots of, good for you for finally making this costume. We've been trying to figure it out. We're gonna do what you do. <laughs> We do custom and canon. You can make your own Sith, uh, Great Jedi, smugglers, bounty hunters. You can make whatever you want. So there are general guidelines, guidelines written up in the forums. When I turned in my character, she's mine. She came out of my little pea brain. So when I submitted her, there was no nothing written up for like, you know, hey, these are specifics that, you know, okay, I have to have a boot with no more than a two inch heel. I have to have this, I have to have this, I have to have that. Okay. It also helps that my husband is the Cedrus for uh, Phoenix. He's the leader of the group. So he was able to help me. Um, that's why the contacts within the groups are so good especially in state even. If you honestly don't know where to go, you know, like Diane said, if you don't know where to go, put it out there. Somebody, if somebody in Arizona sees it, they'll reach out to you and offer help. Because it's coming out in roughly a month, <laughs> but they're so all excited. Another Star Wars movie because since 1977. Yeah, it's me. Huge geek. All right, so we're running a little fast. Well, that's good. We have time for lots of questions. So yes, we have time for questions. Okay, the only dumb question is the one you don't ask, and everybody in here is probably going to applaud you for asking the question for being the first because they want to ask it too. Yes. Ray looks like she wants to go. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just going to ask, like, where's the form and everything located? Like, this is online. What's the site? And then how do you sign up? Okay, Rebel Legion is rebellegion.com. It costs nothing to sign up. You just give a, a, a name that you want to be. It doesn't have to be your real name. Um, and an email address, and you're signed up. Okay. To become a voting member, you become approved. Uh, which Ray are you wanting to do? I'm not doing Ray. You know, oh, okay. I just put together, yeah, I just yeah. put together um, like a really quick, this took me one week to do. <laughs> if you want me to like stand up. So sure. basically just yeah. stuff from my closet, extra scrap oh, cool. material, um, some ironing work that my mom helped me with, leggings, mm -hmm. boots from Target, a thing from Christmas last year. You know, so I just basically threw everything together last minute. But I would like some suggestions to do something that's kind of like a little more finished that I can really like hide the cosplay in. But I'm not really wanting to do like a specific character or anything. Okay, figure out what type of character. So like Jedi, you go to co you go to rebellion.com, go to costumes, and then there's a whole category Jedi, and then just look through there, and you'll have the Jedi. That's where the generic Jedi are. Uh, the rays are found if she's carrying the lightsaber, she's in Jedi. If she doesn't have the lightsaber, which is basically scavenger when you first see her in, the, in uh, Force Awakens, that's Rebel supporters. And you can always face with me on, as Star Dancer on Facebook and say I'm thinking of making, and I can pretty much tell you where you can find that. Um, Dark Empire, it's thedarkempire.org. Or, right. Yeah. Uh, sorry, my husband. <laughs> Oh yes, and you Facebook. Yep, and you can um, sign up on the forums through there. Like Diane, it's very simple. Just a name you would go by in the forums, emails, and you can check them whenever you like. Um, if you have questions about any specific character, if you wanted, if you wanted perhaps to do a face character, like. Um, like a night sister, for example. You could definitely go in there, hey, I want to make a night sister. Can somebody help me? Well, there you go. You want to look up under Star Wars, under CRLs. We call that the Costume Reference Library. It's all on there. And for the 501st. And they have detachments for each different kinds of characters you want to do. So you go to the detachment. And then they give you all the references, the resources, where to go, who to talk to, uh, what state you live in, this is the people you talk to, this is the garrison you want to talk to, these are the people you want to meet, they're doing events all the time, they usually have a list, and you can go meet them and talk to them. It's definitely you want to do your research though, you don't want to put together a costume fast, or you don't want to go, oh hey, I'm going to buy that one, it says it's 501st approvable. It's usually not 501st approvable if it says that. It might have been at one time on that person, but it doesn't mean that when you buy it, it's going to be for you, because it has to fit you. It has to look right. Um, 501st is found at 501st.com, I believe. And um, Mandalorian Mercs are at uh, Mandalorian Mercs. Uh, here in Arizona, Moss Isley is the Rebel Legion base for all of Arizona. We have a Facebook page called Moss Isley. You can also post there. The 501st is June C. Garrison and, um, and Twin Suns Fire for the Dark Empire. So that's the, we're covering the, and also here in uh, Tucson, it's Jundland Wastes for the 501st. And if you need to know how to spell any of that, just grab us afterwards. And 
because some of the stuff she just said, I couldn't tell you how to spell it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I still do not know how to spell most likely to this day. One of the things you need to realize, is, and it's a big, again, conflict, especially with Google member co uh, costumes, the 501st has three tiers of costume approval. Rebel Legion only has one. So when I'm judging, I'm judging internationally. I'm not just judging here locally. The 501st is set up a little bit differently. So again, with the dual, like the clone troopers, if you get approved 501st, it doesn't mean you'll get the Rebel Legion unless you're at their top tier. Because that's usually where we're at as far as our standards go. We try to mimic the standards of the dual costumes, but at the highest level. So um, yeah, and the Mandalorian mercs, there's, again, with canon characters, there's a little bit of, of conflict between the clubs as far as standards go. So again, look for the one that's the strictest, and that will get you most likely into the other club. So, Did anybody else have a question? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Um, going on to the, does the Align side have like a, a costume library as well on the site, or what? I want to do Ahsoka, but I have no idea how to even start to do it. Okay, Ahsoka is under um, Jedi in the Rebel Legion, and there are several Ahsokas, and it's a very popular costume, and they will tell you where to get your, your leku all the way down to how to make your boots. So, and makeup, you gotta get And your makeup. Yeah. I will make a suggestion. If you're gonna go with a character that you're gonna have that body paint, Make sure you're not allergic to it. Yeah, <laughs> first step. Yeah, first step, allergies. Um, but you, you need to realize you're going to be spending, if you're wanting to join so that you can go out and do troops, you need to remember you're going to be getting hours in that makeup. Something alcohol-based that won't rub off as easily is going to be good because then it won't end up staining your costume as badly. Because if you're looking at body paints, then that stuff will rub off and you will have naked spots on your neck and arms and stuff like that. On your costume. On your costume. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of the ladies that do like, um, that do toilets, they end up using um, the, well, they use airbrush. Airbrush, yeah, yes. thank you. They use airbrush, alcohol-based body paints. Uh, you can, th those are gonna be widely varied in price. That is typically a want. So it's something that a lot of the ladies will save up for um, because it does tend to go a, a pretty good distance once you already have and I know on the Ahsoka, in the Ahsoka work in processes, so you can read through and see other people's work in processes, that question, they'll say, well, where do I get it? I live in such and such. And they'll say, okay, this is the best company and it's online, or this is the best company that you can write up. So they've, they've already suffered for you. So it really does become, you know, follow the advice and other people who have gone before and then make sure you're not allergic to it. Because what she's saying, you'll spend hours for a one hour hospital troop, which means you're gonna be in the hospital seeing kids for an hour, you have an hour prep time before that that you will be in costume and possibly another 45 minutes because all of a sudden a crisis has occurred and the people that are supposed to take us are busy. And so we have to wait on them. And 
They're and hunting for the time you're getting ready at home. Yeah. So, you know, you are in it for plan at least four hours in that makeup. So my face makeup, just for my set with my face makeup. That's it. Takes me over an hour. Well, and your effort takes uh, 20 minutes now. She's gotten it down a lot quicker than I have. Yeah. So, and I've been doing it for five years. So, yeah. Maybe in five years I can do mine in 20 minutes. Less. <laughs> Not I, I, the fastest I've done it is five minutes for a photo shoot, but the photo was far away, so I needed to be even closer. Any other questions? Oh, come on, I know they're out there. Well, I, I know that uh, stand up, Kyle. I know this isn't 501st approved, but for his mock-up, at least I found the pattern, or a similar pattern. It's in McCall's pattern. How the heck do you make your costumes, your sewing machine like your costumes? Because my sewing machine does not like me at all. It was, is it jamming? It is, it jammed on zippers. You need a, you need a new, a new needle. Your, your needle. Your needle. I even replaced needles and it's still jammed. And you rewound your bobbin. And I rewound my bobbin and everything. It might be the timing. And I've redone the timing because it did it when I was making something simple for my granddaughter. Oh. Something shifted in the. Something's wrong. Because something of the thickness. Yeah. I've got to take I would probably take that in. Yeah. I did that too, and then my upper thread was at the loosest tension it could be at. Nope. It's like it would. Actually, it wasn't the upper tension; it was the bobbin tension that broke. I had to buy a different kind of sewing machine for so this costume. It couldn't handle it. The thread bunched up. It oh, and bought one on Amazon. The thread wasn't bunching up. It just won't. It's making like a chunk. Right. It made a chunk, but then so after I yeah. done it and redid the timing, the needle still won't pick the bottom of it. And the tension on the top is loose. Yeah, yeah. I take it in. Yeah, yeah something's going on there. By the way, Brothers made a new machine that just came out this year that will go through six layers of yarn. So oh, it will wow. handle the most leather. They made it for cosplayers. <laughs> no, seriously, they made it for cosplayers. There's also a brand out there called Janome, which is really good for your bones. It does that really good. I have a big one too, like vintage metal metal. Yes, those old metal sew stickers. Are like, yeah, I have one. I have my grandmother's. My great grandmother's, so. Yes, ma'am. It's the brand new one, so just look for the most current model. I don't know it off the top of my head, but if you send me a, a message, I'll, I'll find out for you. Um, by the way, sewing machines and leather, if you can get a hold of an old hand crank machine, that will go through most leather. Usually what you want to do is do your holes first and then hand sew with the thread, but it will punch the holes through quarter inch thick leather. They have a problem yeah. hold. Yeah, I know, but but your hand gets tired after about three holes. So. <laughs> and if you're doing pouches, you need to you know go all the way around the end. Um, the other thing with leather is, and again, most brothers new machines for the past two years, so I think it's uh, 
Anything that says Project Runway on it, on, will do it. And they're not expensive. You can get them for 80 bucks. Um, you have to use the longest stitch to do leather. Otherwise, if you use the regular stitch, it will perforate. But if you do the longest stitch that you have, so I think it's like a 5.0, then it will hold together just fine. I do want to touch on one thing just real quickly before we go. Ladies, if y'all want to do a, a, a typical male character, those are allowed. There are approved Kylo Ren's within the Star Wars universe that are female. There's approved Han Solo. There's approved Han Solo and Sutter Girls. Poe Dameron's. Yeah. We just Emperor. approved Poe. And for Palpatine. Emperor. Emperor. Yeah. So if that's something, you know, hey, I want to do a Vader, okay? There are height restrictions. As long as you can meet those height restrictions and you look right, go for it. Submit that up, you know, that. The Kylo Ren in the photo? That's a woman. The Red Guard is a woman. They're all women. They're all women. Yeah, they're all women. And just because you do a Tuscan, you don't have to do a lady Tuscan, which is actually, in our weather, the male Tuscan is more workable. It's a lot, it's a lot cooler. Not 100% lock cord, but you've got that extra long leather piece of the female Tuscan, and that adds a lot of weight and a lot of uh, heat. And no circulation. And no circulation. Any other questions? Okay, well, if you're too chicken to ask out loud, we're downstairs at the Starbucks. So come, come see us there. And we hope to see you all next year as, as uh, work in processes. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.